Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Oh, I got a live one here. Welcome to another goddamn edition of the uh, Beef Kings, nigga. The the big dick Beef Kings. Uh, yeah, Spears and Steinberg. The podcast every Wednesday. Coming to you from Irvine, California. Oh shit! I think we just explored a lot of our um, our inner our inner children. Yep. Um, this was movie weekend. Yeah, we had to get caught up real quick. Because the big one's coming. Can't fucking wait. I got to play this goddamn. This, if this is not the greatest fucking song. Here's my favorite part. April 28th, the biggest, baddest movie in the fucking world is coming in the month that I was born. So technically, Avengers is an Aries. It's my damn theme song right there. Well, that's what Wonder Woman was trying to kill. What? Aries. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm mixing genres. Dude, let me tell you something, man. Um, and I'm not super jack-off while wearing a Iron Man costume comic book guy. But I'm deep into it. And I got to say, man, fucking Marvel has totally destroyed it for DC. And I'm not even going to sit here and say I don't like DC. And I know there's those rivals like, you know, East Coast, West Coast rap when it was happening. Um, Tupac, Biggie. The the, the the Big Mac or the what's the burger the Whopper the Whopper or Big Mac but there's no contest man Marvel it, it, Marvel has destroyed DC in a big fucking way and I'm not one of them I'm not what you call them Marvel fanboys how they say DC fanboy or Marvel fanboy but Marvel knows how to make their their movies feel epic 
And it's like it's almost like if you followed. And I know there's some people that do this because I hear them say it. Um, before they go see the latest Marvel movie, they watch a bunch of Marvel movies because it feels like even though they've seen them, you gotta it, it, you gotta refresh yourself. And when you just look at pretty much all the Marvel movies, it, it feels like you're a part of something. Like it feels you're like a, it's a tradition, it's a family, it's a club. Like you are you are part of something. And when you know the movies and you know the characters, I tip my hat off to Marvel men because they have done a phenomenal job in making you as an audience member feel like you're a part of an experience. I, I agree, except sometimes. Like, and I'm always saying this because, and I know where we're going to go with this. You, we didn't have that feeling for Aquaman. Well, I'll get back to that. But, but, but go but, ahead, okay? Because I want to say that the other uh, DC movies have been more movie like, not just cartoon, not like, uh, not just comic booky. Like, Batman is serious. Batman's a serious series. Like, I get into the Batman releases right when uh, DC does. Batman. Here's where I, where I will give DC the nod, where they really put their dick on the table. The Chris Nolan Batman series. Yeah, that was phenomenal. And everybody, even if you're the, hard, the hardest Marvel fanboy, the hardest core Marvel fanboy, you had to tip your hat to that Batman. Well, and then this Joker that's coming out looks pretty... I don't know that I'm impressed. I, I, Joaquin Phoenix, it ain't, it ain't doing I, it for me I in the previews. I think it's going to be so dark. I'm looking at it. I'm really getting excited for it. And then the uh, the, the the squad, what was the the... the the, Suicide Squad. And I thought for a comic book, and that one had a lot more comic book feel to it, I thought it was great. Let's go through them, DC, real quick. And these, this is just my personal, and then right off the cuff, you say what you think. Man of Steel. It's been remade several times. And, and, and they've always said they never feel like they could get the Superman movies right. Like, like, like I won't say that. They're hard to do. I, of course, I think most people hold Christopher Reeve in a sacred place. The, those Superman movies, especially the first one, the first two, I, hear, I see people say that online all the time. They will never, even though people like Henry Cavill, they say physically he's that motherfucker because he's so jacked. Physically, um, in terms of muscle build, uh, Christopher Reeves didn't have it like Cavill. But that face yeah. to a lot of people, he's iconic. He is Superman. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna. I mean, that's I, I watched those when they were in the theater, right. the original Supermans, and I and I liked them. Um, they just they continued to get a little hokier and a little hokier yes. every time they went on. Who was the one that was the piece of shit? Quest was, for is that the one with Richard Pryor? Well, that was bad, but the, it was the fourth one. The, the I got we got to look that up. The fourth one was do do nigga. It was over by three. The Richard Pryor shit was corny. Uh, and then they were banking off the success of how hot Richard Pryor was. But clearly, the fourth one was just ass. Um, and, you know, they hadn't done another one. The first one they did past Reeve was Brandon Ruth. Roth. Remember Superman Returns? Yeah. He only did one stint. Yeah. And that kind of... And then finally, Henry Cavill. Um... But yeah, man, uh, you know, so, and here's what's crazy. In the superhero world, everybody knows Superman is like the Michael Jordan of superheroes. He is the number one top guy. But yet all the most successful superhero movies ain't been Superman. It's been Christopher Reeve, 
Superman 1 and 2 was a monster. Brandon Roth, Superman Returns was a flop. Then they didn't make Superman movies for a long time. And then Henry Cavill. And I think that uh, most people felt lukewarm about Man of Steel. I liked it. I liked it. But it didn't give you that blown away feeling like a lot of the Marvel movies. Well, back, I think it was in the early 90s, um, uh, Kevin Smith was supposed to be writing a, a Superman. Kevin Smith from Clerks? Clerks? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And that and that never came to fruition. So right. I don't know what that was going to be. That would, I mean, that's a comic book dude right there. Right. I would have loved to have seen something like that. From no, that, I could see that then because I forgot he's a geek. He's geeky like that. He's, yeah. Do you know that at one point, who they were seriously considering to play Superman? Mm. Tell me this wouldn't have been the most horrific physical choice. Nicolas Cage. You know, but I could see it as a really hokey Superman. But that's not Superman's not no, hokey. No, 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 but, but it, would have been, it would have been terrible. But That, that face, that, I, the you, eyes and that nose. You can't do a Nicolas Cage. I don't fucking wish I could. Dude, because it would be so funny to hear his right, voice right, Superman. Right. Oh. I'm here to save you. I can't, I can't do it. <laughs> but fuck. Um... And you can even look on YouTube. They have a clip of him trying on the outfit. And it just looks bad. Yeah, I couldn't. I wouldn't. Uh... So Man of Steel, you liked it. I liked the original. Uh, and then when they came in, I didn't. I just wasn't a fan of Batman versus Superman. Okay, we're going to get okay, to that okay, one. But, 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 but Man of Steel, officially, you liked it. I like it. I was a Marvel guy. I was a Marvel kid when I grew up. Right. And I liked comic books. At that, t- at that time, I was probably you know, 15, 16, 17. Right. 16, yeah, I think I was 15. 16. When I got my car, I kind of changed a little bit. Right. So it was probably like 14, 15. Right. But I, I, I was more of a Marvel guy, but Superman was there. So, okay, so for me, it was good. It was cool. It just didn't blow me away. Um, you just mentioned it. Batman versus Superman. You didn't like it. I, I felt like Batman reminded me of Iron Man in his... I know you liked it. I said this before, and you looked at me like this before. Right. I mean, the suit... I mean, they're, they're essentially... Billionaire guys, right? That have access to uh, um, technology, right? Batman is the original. He's he's been around before uh, right. Iron Man, so it's hard for me. I shouldn't, but in the movie, the the way that they did it, I just felt he was very Iron Man esque, right? And I thought the movie, the suspense was good, but I had trouble buying into like that that Batman was going to beat the Man of Steel, even with the even with the technology. Even though with the creation of the uh, kryptonite gun and yeah. spear, because he only had so much of it, right? And then they had to go under. The, the, it, you know, it drops under the water, and then she gets caught. Right. Uh, Patrice said something that was really interesting when he was talking about Batman shit that you never question, and then once he brought it up, you went, "Holy fucking shit!" And look, it, it's a superhero movie, so the suspension. <clears throat> of disbelief is already through the charts. It's a must. But he goes, who the fuck built the Batcave? Who built Batman's Batmobile? Who built the, the, the ship he flies in? Like, a construction company would have had to put this together. How the fuck they don't know who Batman is? They build in this fucking cave, this lair, with special equipment that the 
bat car drives on, sinks down. The fucking plane comes out of the water. Somebody built all yeah, that shit. What's his What's his name? What's Bruce his, Wayne. No, no, the, his dude that takes care of Alfred. Him. Alfred. That's why Alfred always looks so tired. Alfred's building all that oh, shit. Sh- that old motherfucker would have died, that, nigga. That, with the shovel, he's building oh. a cave. He's building right. Uh, yeah. But when you think about that, that's that's that goes. Holy shit! How ridiculous is that? Robin did a lot of the work. Man, um. Wonder Woman. Did you see Wonder Woman? See, I really liked Wonder Woman. I thought it's... At first, I, here's what I... The thing is, and this comic who you guys don't know, but who used to go on the road with me before Andy became uh, regular. This dude, Nary Signs. And Nary's a fucking comic book superhero geek. He's got fucking... Uh, fucking... Batman logo and Spider-Man tattoo. I mean, uh, Superman tattooed on his body. He's, he's, he's ridiculous with it. Um, he really made me feel like I was supposed to like wonder woman. And I, and at first I saw it and I thought I liked it, but then I've been watching it recently on cable. I don't like it. That's because she has to to destroy Aries. I think that's in your head. It's bothering you. (laughs) Nah, I'm not. I'm not gonna be that egotistical. Um, I think the I, I, I it, it's. I thought the movie stayed true to its original comic book concept. That period shit. I it, I don't like the period. And thing. they brought it out. I thought they did a really good job. I I really enjoyed uh, Wonder Woman way better than I thought I was going to. Okay, Justice League. <sighs> Justice League. No, me, I, I'm one of the few people that said no. I didn't like it. Okay, let me put Justice League on the shelf real quick. Let me let me go to one you just said. Aquaman. Aquaman. And when I say this, everybody looks at me like I'm fucking crazy. Because I felt like Aquaman was the 300, the movie 300. Right. I felt like that was like this homoerotic uh, <laughs> movie. I right. felt like this was the, the that version in, in the comic book genre. Right. I mean, he was just... I, and nothing against anybody in the movie, I, and I don't even mean anything against anything being uh, on, a, on, on, a, on a gay note. I wasn't right. trying, I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying he was very majestic in the water and the way he moved. No, no. Hair. There was too much wet beefcake for, for two hours to just look at a beefcake-ass nigga constantly wet. And then... The it just didn't the storyline just didn't hold up for me. I read what somebody said during the previews of that movie when it first started coming out and it came out on YouTube. It was basically Black Panther in the sea, all the vivid bright colors. Yeah, the but the storyline wasn't. You know, I'm gonna tell you something, man. Um, it felt so hokey to me. The story to me, like when I first watched it. On the plane, I fell asleep. And and again, not because I thought it was horrible. I was just so fucking tired. So I would I would wake up and catch moments and try to piece together. And then I went, I don't know how I feel about this movie. So I got to watch it 100% up. And I did a second time. It just didn't move me like that. What if it would have been Vincent Chase that was starring in uh, Aquaman? Wouldn't that have been better? Vincent Chase. You don't, you don't get the reference? No. That's from... Uh, the Mark, Mark Wahlberg um, um, HBO uh, series that was on. The one. Well, uh, 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 the group, the famous guy. Yes, yeah. What the fuck? Now, now you're killing yeah, me. Yeah, I can't remember. Entourage. Entourage, yeah. Which one was him? 
the 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 head the lead the lead guy he was supposed to be that was his character he was they were supposed to be filming Aquaman that was one of the movies that they were making in 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 uh, really the entourage yeah yeah I you know look, look visually it, it, yeah the colors and all of that it was appealing that right. was appealing. but motherfuckers riding seahorses and and um tie t- uh, fucking sharks like they horses and it was too, I, I couldn't buy it I it for me when uh, they tied it up too neatly. They got. They answered all the questions. He gets the right. mom back. The, everything comes to the to the end, and he's again within the water with his hair. Right. And the yeah. Know, and then the mom goes back to to, to the dad, and it just, right. It was it was it was such a neat wrapped up little package. It was like that. It was like the movie that you don't watch because it it just you knew what was going to happen from the beginning. It was like just too. And it, well, here's what you're saying when you like. You talk about I don't mind wordy, as long as I, you suck me in with words because we're in the business of words, right? So you know words evoke emotion, you know, the words draw you in, and I just heard a lot of rambling that just after a while sounded like a nagging girlfriend, <laughs> just talking, talking, talking. Like what the fuck are y'all talking about? Um, now Justice League. I mean, uh, uh, Justice League. Again, it felt like because you saw all these titans in the superhero world come together, you were supposed to like this movie. And I'm going to be honest, I do like it. I'm conflicted between I do and I did. I do like it. I did like it. But fucking. It's not dun, up there. Dun, 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 dun. Let me tell you, man. And I, I remember when we saw it. And when, it yeah. And it, we, sh- it should be up there. It should be. That's what you got the titans, nigga. Um, Batman again, and and when you look at the superhero world, let's be honest. Superman's number one; he is top dog. Batman is right there. I think if you if there was a third superhero that you got to put as a titan under Superman and Batman in that order, Spider Man. Now, Iron Man, I don't think is that high up, but Iron Man was my favorite when I was growing up. Okay, I'm sure there were a lot of people that would say that, but again. If this is basketball terms, Superman is Michael Jordan. Yeah, I'm not. Batman yeah. is Magic Johnson. Well, they were the they were the initial. They were the, the, yeah. Um, they were the golden age part. But the Avengers movies are doing what I think DC is supposed to be doing, and they're not. Like, dude, I'm telling you, when we saw it, and I know we talked about it that that there. I, Avengers: Infinity War. I am obsessed with that movie. I watch that movie, it feels like a hundred times a week. That you talk again, it's that story, the twist, the turns, the heartbreak, the death, the music, the the it's everything that a male macho guy wants to see. If you don't watch that movie with an erection the entire time, you're not a dude. That and and that ending, that fucking Empire Strikes Back ending that you don't see coming. It was a cliffhanger that left you going, what, what, what? They're going to end it like this? No! When it come come back out? It's like a bitch that fucks you good and now she's leaving and you wanted her to stay tonight. You up like, babe, where you going? What happened? Did I do something? And what fucks you up even more? When the the previews for Endgame. You're like, motherfucker. Your mind is racing, anticipating. 
yo, what's it gonna be like when Captain Marvel is T'Challa coming back, Spider Man coming back? And there's one moment in, in the latest preview where they show Thanos appear, and you just see the boots of you see the cape of Thor, the shield of Captain America, and Iron Man. The three of them, because those are the those are the top dogs in the, in the, in the Avengers group. And they're walking towards Thanos, and Downey Jr. goes, uh, he's coming to me. <laughs> this is this is erection time, nigga. This movie right here. And I'm just wondering, why can't DC capture this magic? Well, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put myself out in limb, and I'm going to go ahead and get everybody to tell me that I'm full. I, I don't know what I'm fucking talking about. I think the greatest thing Marvel did to do all these movies that they're doing is Robert Downey Jr. I agree with you. I think somehow, like when we were watching the Avengers and right. all the other all the other storylines, right, and having him kind of be that anchor to all that, yeah, and he plays that Tony Stark character. No one, ca- dude. I'm telling you, I, and I remember. I think me and you talked about it a little bit. I don't know if we did off or on the podcast. Like if if he said, "Yo, I'm not doing this no more," who the fuck could replace him? That fucking charismatic, but arrogant, but charming, but I know I'm the shit. He he does that, man. I can't see nobody else. But I think I think that's a lot of what wraps this all up because it they all work off. I mean, I, I'm not saying that the other actors aren't great, right? But I think that anchors and ties it all together. Dude, and I noticed, like, dude, when you really watch all the Marvel movies, from Doctor Strange to Black Panther to whatever, the way that the genius of the writing, where it all sinks in, like it's all connected, yeah, leading up is. to this grand finale, they made the, that's what I'm saying, they brought the audience in to an experience. Like, you can't just come off the cuff and go, I've never seen an Avengers movie. Let me start with this one. Nah, 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 nah. You fucking up. You you gotta start at a certain place. You gotta follow it in a certain order because it's one big gigantic fucking story that climaxes. But that's like when we're talking about Aquaman. They wrapped it all up in the one story. Yeah, you can put them in and plug them into different stories in the DC universe. But... That story's wrapped up. I like that we don't have a we don't know a total buy in on all the characters yet. On he, DC, uh, no, on uh, in, on in Marvel, like the, all, all the Avengers, we don't know their whole total character yet. Not all of them. Well, we we do up to, in terms of what we've seen up to this point, right? But we don't know like their whole character. Their, we don't know their whole bio, their whole background. Some of them are still developing as they go along, which makes you more interested in them. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know that uh, the, the, who the, the Arrow dude. What's the Arrow dude in? Uh, 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 um, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. We don't know him yet. We don't know him all the way yet. But I don't think we're going to know him anymore past what I, they've given us. No, I think we are going to know him. Nah, because he's like fucking, he's the, if, if this were a rock no, band no. and you got the lead singer, the lead dude on guitar, the drummer, then you got the nigga that play piano. No, the only he's the nigga re- that plays no, piano. The only reason he wasn't more involved into the last Avengers is because he was actually hurt from another movie he was making. And so they had to write no, him out. Yeah, yeah. No, they, yeah. They, it, it was part of the story because he's becoming Ronan now. Well, he was he was supposed to be more part of the other story. He got hurt. You sure that yeah. was the reason? Yeah. Okay. Well, either way, um, 
I, just, I, I think that's where DC has failed. And a lot of people said that DC was in such a rush to compete with Marvel. They just kind of threw their shit together as quick as they could and went, uh, Justice League. Instead of taking their time like Marvel and taking over 10 years to build this masterpiece. Because we saw the, the three solo movies of Iron Man. We saw the three solo movies of, of uh, Thor. We saw the, the, uh, the, the, the Avengers, the original uh, Age of Ultron, Infinity War. We saw two Ant-Mans. So many of those guys had their own Black single Panther. movies or two. Yeah. Right. That it's like we really got a chance to immerse ourselves in all the characters, watch them grow, see how it all intertwines. When the movies end, you stay past the credits. They show the next scene, which ties into the next movie. So it's like we've, we've all been building up for this moment. Whereas with DC, it just felt like, yo, we, we, we rushed this shit together because we got to compete. Well, in, in the comic book format, a lot of characters get introduced through... Um, uh, other other comic books. So you might learn first. The first time you learned about Wolverine, it was through an Incredible Hulk. Right. I didn't so, know that. So those characters, as they get introduced like that, that's how I feel like the the movies are being made. They're mm-hmm. introducing the characters through the other movies, and then we're getting other movies. And, and it, it, I think I do think Marvel's done a better job. Now I don't always think the Marvel movies have been like I'd like the darkness of some of the DC movies, right. and I feel like some of the the Marvels stay a little hokey. But I also, I think, and, and again, people said in the comment section, which I agree with, Marvel knows who, it's, who it is. Yeah. They know who they are, and they don't fuck with that formula. DC hadn't found itself. And yeah, the tone was dark, but a lot of people complained it was so dark, and Batman, uh, and, um, not Batman. It, it was so dark in, I think, some of the Batman movies and, and Man of Steel that they felt that, oh, right, no, no. And, and Batman versus Superman, it was so dark that they wanted to lighten it up like Marvel, which is why in Justice League, you know, they gave uh, Batman jokes. When, remember when Superman threw him into the car and he said, oh, so, so I felt something in my something move or they, and nobody liked that. So it was like, they didn't know, do we keep it dark or do, do we go with the people's complaints and do we need to lighten it up? And it's like, dude, stick with your formula. If that's what your formula is, don't change the recipe. Yeah. And they're winning. The, the other reason I think DC, I mean, Marvel wins is because, and I hate to say win because I really, I still enjoy both sides of this. And I, it, to me, it, to me, it's almost like, uh, Apple and, uh, and and um, Microsoft, right? You know, you, you can get the computer. DC to me is more of the the the, uh, the Microsoft. Lots of different things going on. Right. Lots of different characters. We've been doing it a long time, and then Apple really, like you said, knows what it's knows who they right. are, and they're just putting out the product that they want to put out right. for the people that they want to market to. Right. That's what it seems like to me. But I still enjoy both both of them. I really do. I think that they're. Uh, like I wouldn't, I would not want to see the uh, Batman movies. But now that we have Batman is, uh, what's what's his name? Batman is uh, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. He's out. You know that, right? Yeah, that's what I heard. He was out. Yeah. But character for character, and I think that's a big fucking mistake. I, again, and, and the same way people went, Christopher Reeve is Superman. To this day, people go, Michael Keaton, Keaton. is Batman. Yeah. Now the childhood in me. 
because I saw that when I was a kid, and that was the first time we saw Batman on the big screen where it was really the first big live-action Dane playing superhero movie. So, yeah, it holds a special place in my heart. And, and, I, and I know a lot of people, and, and email me because I'd love to get you guys' opinion and, and put it in order. Uh, Christian Bale, a lot of people say Christian Bale was the best one, if not Keaton. But Christian Bale, Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, and Ben Affleck. I'm going to say what I'm going to say, and fuck you if you don't agree with me. Ben Affleck was the best Batman ever. From that big bulky look to the gray suit, which was different from all the black. That voice was perfect with the little mechanism. Yeah. I, I thought Ben Affleck was the shit. I'm I, I thought Ben Affleck first. Christian Bale second, even though I know a lot of people hated the <clears throat> Christian Bale. Michael Keaton. George Clooney, even though the movie stunk, I thought he was a great debonair Bruce Wayne kind of Batman. And Val Kilmer was the weakest. Um, I, I disagree with you only for this reason. Um, I think that Michael Keaton played a better Bruce Wayne. I think I think Ben Affleck plays a better Batman. I think Michael Keaton played a better Bruce Wayne. Mm. And Bruce Wayne is essential to the character. Batman is the superhero. And I think that you have a lot that you can play with to be Batman. Right. And you don't have that to, to be Bruce. That's what makes that's what, what makes Robert Downey Jr. so good as Iron Man is because he plays the Iron Man. Well, the Iron Man character is out of the bag, so you know it's him anyway. But even before you knew it was out of the bag, his Tony Stark is what makes Iron Man. Yeah, but 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 I think you kind of just said it. But whether he's Iron Man or Tony Stark, he's the same, same dude. But Bruce but, Wayne is Bruce Wayne. But when he becomes Batman, he's bat. It's a different character. But Bruce. But but I I think uh, I, I really think Michael Keaton played a better. Uh, I I, I can respect it. So I go Keaton one. Yeah, and then I, I then I, I do agree with you. I I really think Ben Affleck did a great job. Uh, two is he's two. It's really hard for me because Christian Bale that, that that the series was so good, but it was like the movies were so was good. good. Yeah, but it was like a little over. He was a little over the top of where right. Affleck is. So I probably go Affleck. Tell me. And then Bale, and then right. and, and I don't th- you know as much as everybody hates Val Kilmer, I don't think that Val Kilmer. I thought he was so wrong. I it, he was wrong, but I thought he did a good job for how wrong he was you, at you it. You know what spoiled me for with Kilmer too? His performance as Doc Holliday in Tombstone was so fucking epic. I, I, I'll be I, your Huckleberry. I, I, not me. I kill for. Uh, we say I'll be your Huckleberry. Uh, why, if you want my friend, I don't think I could bear it, uh, sweetheart. We need to redefine the definition of our relationship. He was great, but then to see him as that, I was like, Nah, man, you gave such an epic performance, and now you're trying to. It didn't do it for me, dude. I watched him play. Uh, when I don't know if you ever saw the Doors, the Jim Morrison. I didn't, dude. He doesn't fit that character, and he did a great job visually. He looked it. When they made him look like, well, you know, they had a right. But he he did a great job. I didn't. Right. When they said he was going to play that character, that's when I realized he was actually a really good actor because I right. saw him first. In there was a movie that Val Kilmer was called Real Genius. Oh my god! I'd love that movie. Eighties, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! The end with the popcorns all over the right. That yeah. just a really fun eighties movie. But that's one of those movies that no one remembers that I think is fucking right. genius. Um. 
Yeah, I was intended. Real genius and genius. So, yeah, man. And 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 when the movie came out, I didn't see it. So, you know, I was like, you know what? Fuck. I'll probably just wait now so I can download it. But then I'm thinking, if it don't come out before Avengers, I don't want to feel lost. In what? Before? Captain Marvel. Yeah. So we went and saw Captain Marvel. Yeah, we saw Captain Marvel, and I'm I'm really glad we went and saw it, dude. Again, this is why I'm saying, yo, Marvel's movies. And I said this before on the podcast. I'm not a big fan of women being tough guys. I'm I, that you know. I'm not. I'm a chauvinistic that way. But there was a couple moments where I was like, this bitch is badass, nigga. Like, 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 yo, I teared up a little bit in, in a couple moments because, again, the story about who she was, her trying to, what really got you is the part where she kept, where they cut the sequence together, where every time she got knocked down, she got back up. Yeah. Um, which, of course, was esen- a, essential. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, and this is what I mean. Let me go back. This is what I mean when I keep saying this. The power of words. Me and Andy, we're, we're in the word business. This is how we make our living. This is how we make you laugh. We're, we, you know, words incite emotion. Um, and the shit's done on purpose. That's why, again, I say I got mad when I would hear black people go, yo, Black Panther's just a movie. There was a key moment in, in, in Captain Marvel where when she flies and leaves the earth and she's standing there in the middle of space staring at the two blue motherfuckers in the spaceship and the one dude says to the other guy we'll come back and he goes for the weapon and the guy goes for the woman that was so on purpose that was for every bitch in the theater to go wow well but I not the weapon the woman this Badass, powerful bitch. The woman. And I'm going, you see? And they did it on purpose. But it was I thought it was right. Yes. I'm not saying it wasn't. Because because I, as I explained it to someone else, when they ta- asked me about the movie, I said, the reason I like the movie so much and what I was worried about in the movie because of where we are today right. and some of the other movies that have been made, like uh, I don't want to I don't want to name any movies because I don't want to mm-hmm. say that they were bad, but like to force something like Ghostbusters to make Ghostbusters a, a, right. a female cast, right. the way they did it. I know where you're going with this, and I agree with you. Uh, this was not. They didn't make this. This didn't. She was integral as her acting, and she was great. But it could have been a man or a woman. It didn't make a difference. She played the right. part. It wasn't a superhero movie about a woman. It was a superhero movie. Right. And they didn't try to force it uh-huh. down our throats, which is what I think they do sometimes with these remakes. Ocean 8, Ghostbusters. Yeah, let's make it women. Um, and again, uh, there's something to be said for memories. You fucking with people's childhood. And people don't want their memories fucked with. We grew up on Bill Murray. And Dan Aykroyd and Ernie Hudson and the dude, I forget who played Egon, what is his name? Harold Ramis. That was 80s. That was our... Ch- I was a kid in the theater looking at these special effects. And, you know, even though the technology is far better now, as a kid, that's blowing your mind. But the popcorn, the experience. You're there with your dad and you're fucking with my memories. Well, this, and that's the thing. Don't try to make remake a movie to make it a woman's movie. Make a movie that's new right and that's what this is and i was just going to tell you it was directed written and directed by anna bowden 
Bowden? Mm-hmm. Is that? I think I'm saying it right. For oh, Captain Marvel. For Captain Marvel. So and it was written by a woman. Right. Uh, actually, there and, and she had she was co-directed. Ryan Fleck was the other uh, was the other credited director too, but essentially it was her. That's what she put together. Those little. That was the only time too when they made the comment about a woman that you ever felt that there was any little. Right. Political move. And it didn't even feel that political because it was right in the right place. Right. But, it, but but please believe they meant for oh, you yeah, to yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Because that's why, again, with Black Panther, seeing a black hero and all its real splendor with no shame. And again, black people have always been made to feel like we're not pretty. Black ain't beautiful. Wide your nose with your big nigga lips. And to see all that Afrocentric real shit on a big screen, major level, big success, fucking bright colors. It was beautiful. That imagery, it does something. It does what it's intended to do. Make you stick your chest out, put your chin up, and have some fucking pride. So, I, 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 you know, I can't fault it for that, man. No, and I think the movie, I think like that movie was also genius. And what I liked about it, too, there wasn't, because they made it, it was supposed to take place in the 80s. Right. There's no big tie-in. The, 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 store, the, backs, the stories that are going on around right. it all tie in, but it never felt like it was like made to fit. You know what's funny? And I was going to say, too, uh, until I, I, I thought, oh, shit, that's right, the 80s. The scene where she's fighting the alien in the, in the train, and I'm like, everybody would have their camera phones out right. recording this. This is bullshit. And I went, oh, fuck, the 80s. Right. No one had camera phones then. Um, People were actually paying attention. Right. <laughs> um, but then here, I'm sorry, I got to go back to it. And I'm, I'm telling y'all, man, I get goosebumps, chills. My, my dick gets erect. That Avengers thing, because it's so powerful. And you're like, oh, shit. Here come the ass whooping. Yeah. It has the same power to to it to me as that certain thing. Rocky, yeah. Star Wars, you know, it, it's it's it. That music is is power, and um, the fucking ending, the credits roll, they cut to the Avengers with the fucking pager that Fury had paged in, in Avengers: Infinity War dropped before he disintegrated. We gotta find out what's on the other end of this pager. Smash two, there she is. Fucking Captain Marvel. Where's Fury? Screen goes black. Avengers 4. Endgame. Do, 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 do. Oh! Now, we waited long enough to see uh, Captain Marvel, so we don't have to do a spoiler alert. Oh, fuck that. Okay. Oh, goodness. No, it was great. And if you ain't seen Captain Marvel by now, fucking it's on you, nigga. (laughs) I'm working on my timetable, goddammit. Uh, yeah, we, we we held up long enough on that one, and I've been wanting to see it. I just haven't had. Uh, I'm glad I did because I would have regret having not seen it. And even though you knew Captain Marvel was coming uh, in Endgame, that moment, man, it, it's just like oh, it was all shit, all shit. I, I can't wait, man. I can't wait for Endgame. Yeah, and her. And if you haven't seen it, which I'm, I'm we're giving you clues now. I'm sorry. Her powers are awesome. <laughs> And you can't wait to see how does all of this tie in. It's it's gonna be great. And you knew, you knew from Avengers: Infinity War, um, uh, Banner couldn't turn into Hulk. You know he's gonna turn into Hulk for this one. 
You know he's going to fight Thanos. He's got it coming. But then you're going, okay, so Hulk's going to fight. And then fucking Cap Marvel's coming in. Fucking is, is Panther or Spider-Man going to be resurrected? Is Quill, any of the fucking uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, uh, how's Thanos going to Who's going to be the one to kill him? What role does Ant-Man play since he wasn't in that one? What's Ronan going to do? It's, it, it's doing what it's supposed to do. By the way, just before we get off this subject, yeah. I, and we were Marvel, and see, then you brought up uh, Spider-Man again. Yeah. We didn't bring it up before, and I just want to say that's because uh, it wasn't really just a Marvel project. It was also Sony, and that's right. how that fucked up uh, our, uh, our Spider-Man. Right. But the new Spider-Man, Woo! that's also looking amazing. So I can't wait to this this whole thing that's going on right now uh, will take us forever. But we were talking about this too. It's timely that this is happening because if comic books started in the fifties, well, I, I want, I want let's please get on that. Yeah, but okay. before we do, because uh, before we let it leave, fresh in our head, uh, we just saw Shazam. Oh yeah, yeah, that's now, right. And I'm gonna tell you, I man. Wanna... I'm gonna tell you. I just named all the DC movies. Best one. You think it's the best I one? Thought, I thought better than Batman's. I'm not counting the Chris Nolan's Batman's. From a dark perspective, yeah, you're you're right. But you think it's better than Su- the Suicide Squad? Oh, Suicide Squad is shit, dude. They just had a they had a bad it was enemy. Shit, they had a bad enemy. It was terrible. It, it was like felt lazy. I think it's gonna. I think they can make something really strong with that. I don't. I felt like it just. It, I didn't like, I, I didn't like the, the, who they were fighting. Right. No, but a lot of people didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't the right story. Right. Right. Um, Shazam was just a fun fucking movie, and this is why I'm saying I liked it the most in terms of story, the thing about family, the real emotion behind it, the humor. They didn't feel like they were going, let's be funny to compete with Marvel. They went, let's be funny to stay true to what this is. Yes, A 14-year-old boy right. who's got superpowers. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's almost like if you was 15 and you was about to fuck a 20-year-old, nigga, you'd be giddy because you got some pussy that you ain't supposed to get. So it made sense to be funny in that way. Right. Um I just enjoyed it, man. I liked it. It took a long time to get to where I wanted it to go right. in the beginning. But... Like you said, it stayed true to the story. It's 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 a it's a story that we can see. But my my yeah, my kids are old enough to see any of these movies. Right. But if they were a little younger, I liked this movie for them, and I could see it with them. Right. And it, the story was good for both of us. Right. Unlike and but it's still right character. Uh, uh, Killshot. Oh, uh, Kill, Will Smith. No, not Killshot. I, I got the wrong dude. Uh, the dude I can't stand because he's too good looking. What's his? Oh, Ryan Reynolds. In uh, what's it? What's Deadpool. His? Deadpool. Like. That it, it's 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 not dark humor. I love hit the dark humor in, in and that's Deadpool. made yeah that's right. made for uh, for uh, yeah adults. yeah 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 because kids wouldn't get that shit uh, or they shouldn't get it <laughs> right. But that stays true to that. But I felt like they were that was kind of like I don't want to say it's the DC version of that. I'm just saying it's 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 a useful, playful idea of right. a superhero. I, and, and to go into the point you were just gonna make uh, about going backwards. Listen, dude. You don't know no better because when you're in the moment, you're in the moment. You don't know what the future is going to be. We didn't know that when we watched Superman with Christopher Reeve that the technology was going to be 50 times better than it was then. But as a kid, you don't give a fuck. That's dope to you. Yeah. 
And I'm just going, man, I'm an adult. And I could just imagine, I'm an adult watching the technology in movies today going, whoa. But I don't have that kid energy. And I'm just going, dude, if I was a kid watching Shazam, this would be the greatest fucking movie of all time to me. I, I'm appreciating what it is now, but I'm, I'm 44. So, you know, I know that, yeah, there's a suspension of disbelief and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But as a kid, nigga. Yeah, but just like I said to you, I was hoping that they revamped his look a little bit because mm-hmm. I always thought the, I, I thought the suit looked a little hokey. Right. But I also remember the Shazam. The Shazam was still hokey back then. I, I watched it in 74 through 70-something. I, I and I didn't even up. know they made one because when I was a kid, they had Shazam, the black and white uh, television series. And I remember seeing the black and white ones. Uh I'm going to pull it up real quick. Uh, but I watched this when I was a kid on Saturday mornings. And that was the Shazam that I knew, and it would play with ISIS, right. which is why when ISIS, the, uh, the uh, what do I want to call it? What, what, what are the, ISIS, the, uh, the fighters, the, uh, the Muslim extremists, right. guys. I don't know if I'm saying anything that's going to be considered inappropriate right there. I know they're extremists. I'll just call them extremists. When they started calling oh, crazy motherfuckers, when they started calling what ISIS, I was immediately thinking of this other Egyptian superhero. Right. And I, uh, it's funny that I just said Egyptian superhero because she's. I showed you the picture. Yeah. Of her, and she looks just like Catherine Zeta. And you said she's supposed to be black. Well, if she's Egyptian. All right, folks, boy, y'all just fucking Cleopatra. All our all our strong symbols. You motherfuckers just take our shit and whitewash it. We're going to keep it light. We're going to keep it light. <laughs> um, uh, and, 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 you know, we were saying in the elevator, um, it's amazing because you remember that yeah. Shazam from the 70s. I don't. But we do both remember The Incredible Hulk with Bill Bixby. Right. The television series. And that was also 70s. That was 70s. I don't know if you remember. And if you if you guys really want to see some hokey shit, and again, when I was a kid, it was the shit to me because it was the first of its kind. Go on YouTube and look up Spider-Man, the TV series. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. When he had the big, ridiculous silver bracelets that would shoot out rope. Right. Motherfuckers wrote in the comments, section, that is rope. rope. Straight white rope that they try to pass off as webbing. And then there would be a net that was over the A people. net over. It, it's the, it was the, the most, we are just now doing this, so... It's the beginning stages. And then there was Linda Carter. As and Linda Carter as one. All the 70s. Right. But that was that air. And that's those those shows let, and the Batman and Superman that came out right. at that time. With movies. Adam West. Yeah. Well, no, no. That's even further. That's ahead. I'm talking about Bat- the movie Batman because that was the 80s. That was late 70s. Uh, Superman, I'm talking about. Oh, Superman. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was the beginning of this movie. All of that era, shit. But all the people my age, your age, that mm-hmm. saw that are what's creating what we're doing Right now. Right. But before that, we go back to the 50s, and they had those Superman television shows, yep. and they also had the Superman radio yep. shows before there was television. Yep. And You know, it's funny because, again, I, 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 there's an appreciation that you have when you've witnessed the evolution of something. Like kids today, if, you know, six, seven years old, they don't know about 
the Hulk would build big speed of TV series. They don't know about Wonder Man. They don't know about Spider-Man shooting rope and how cheesy that shit looked. So, but we they, loved it. We loved it because, again, it was the first right. time. But the Batman, the original, like you, you just brought up the original Batman that was on. T- that was 60s. Okay. That was late 60s, but, but, late 60s uh, early 70s. But I was a kid when they were running that on TV. Yeah, because they ran it in, uh, in, in reruns. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah, because that was, I'll pull it up. I got to look at it because that, to me, I mean, I would, they, they made it into a movie. Right. That was a movie, too. Right. But it was, that was a real comic book right. movie. I mean, that's when they would punch him and it would say, pow, pow. pow. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like as a kid today, if you go see Avengers, any of the Marvel movies, any of the DC movies, you're going, whoa, that's cool. Because it is. But you, you, you don't know where it began. And, 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 and because we saw the evolution of, wow, remember how cheesy that shit was when it first came out to, yo, we know why it's cool. You, you kids just know it's cool because it, it's what it is. It's the finished product. But nigga, we was there when it was the beginning of this shit. And I'm telling you, I have such an appreciation for it because the, uh, the evolution of technology, technology is astounding. I'm, I'm going to tell you this what's wild. When you go and you see Jurassic Park, the very first one. Yeah. That moment where they see the first big dinosaur, the Brachiosaurus. When you look at that technology, then go look at Jurassic World when they first get to the to the island before it's about to fuck up to go uh, get blue, the, the, the Velociraptor. That same moment where they see the Brachiosaurus, that technology is better. Oh, yeah. But you were so blown away by that first moment. Welcome to Jurassic Park. Because it was the first time we saw that kind of technology to go a fucking dinosaur. Yes, it's fake. But a fucking dinosaur. Moving. Moving. And it was that was amazing. But you can clearly see the difference between Jurassic Park back then in the 90s and Jurassic World where it just got better. Um, it was Batman the one the movie that we were talking about with Adam West was right. 1966. Oh, okay. So that was the the time. Damn, of, so I really wasn't. Yeah, and then I'm but, still but, in my daddy's dick. Yeah, but going back to what we said, Batman and Robin, there was a Robert Laurie, uh, and you could look up who Robert Laurie is because he was famous for that time, 1949. Ah, no, wait a minute, black and white, right? Yeah, I think that one. Yeah, yeah dude, one here's how how really corny this shit is. That Batman, the one I think you just mentioned in yeah. black and white. Look at his horns. That shit looks. It looked like. Uh, oh yeah, because it was a grandmother like, made that shit. Well, they didn't have that same. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Oh, you, look how bad that looks. Yeah. There. Well. Yeah. It, well, you can't really see it on that picture, but look at Robin. Robin, that mask looks like you bought it at the for forty nine cents. Nigga, the, are you kidding me? Yeah. But again, in nineteen forty nine, yeah, there was kids watching that with the same enthusiasm. They're looking at Avengers right now. Probably more because we have so much. Oh, well, yeah, because before that was the radio. Yeah. Another adventure of Batman and Robin coming up. Stay tuned. Yeah, Superman was radio. (laughs) Superman was radio. Ah, welcome, boys and girls, as we present another episode of Superman. Dude, there it is. Yeah, look how terrible that shit looks. Guys, if you want to know, if you want to know what I'm looking at, it's the IMDb page app, right? And uh, you can pull that up, and you can see all this shit. And and and, and you got to think, dude, we're so spoiled with technology and what we see on TV now, 
and how how accessible shit is to us. Can you imagine? Like, it just seems so fucking corny to even think that that was entertaining. Mom, dad, grab the kids, gather around. And they really sat around a fucking radio that was the size of a refrigerator. And welcome to another episode of Superman. And remember, the good thing, boys and girls, there are no niggas on this program. <laughs> this is all Caucasian, Anglo-Saxon white folk at their purest time. <laughs> no niggas on this episode. But they are. It wasn't Black Entertainment Radio. Man, she. <laughs> I'm wondering when Amos and Andy got allowed to finally come on. Uh, and I don't know that that helped. No, it, it served its purpose because we finally got some love, even though it was disrespectful love. The Kingfish. And, did you ever see that? I've seen some of them, yeah. Who there? Who that is there? And, you know, it, it was funny. Amos and Andy, it was something to be proud of because it was like, oh, shit, niggas got a chance. But it was also a slap in the face because, you know, Kingfish, the Kingfish talk like that there. Um, but it, and it was a step up because it wasn't white actors in blackface. But we'll keep it light. Let's keep it light. I, I, we're trying. We're trying today to keep it light. Um, we'll, we'll be back next week with some. Oh, we'll be back with the murder. <laughs> it's going to be a crime scene next week. Um, yeah, man. Um, so, shit. I'm. I'm. Goddamn. I'm so amped about this, man. I can't wait, man. And I know that theater's going to be fucking packed. It's probably going to be hard to get tickets, man. When is it coming out? April 28th. We're going to be in Richmond, Virginia. Did you hear that, Richmond, Virginia? Oh, man, I wonder if we could. And you know what? Here's the thing, too. I know we're going to be in Richmond, Virginia, and we can go see it. But I want to go to a studio movie grill, nigga. Dude, I like want... if we, if we got to get the tickets in advance, like we should look into that like, like, how do we book the tickets now? Yeah. Because you can do it now. Because yeah. I'm telling you, that shit's going to be crazy. And I want to see that motherfucker right. I think we can book it through Fandango. Fandango, if you're listening to the uh, Spears and Steinberg podcast. There's one nigger on this podcast. We uh, we just gave you a shout out. Yes. Help a nigger out. And you should probably talk about movies all the time. You should probably. Uh... Yes, of course you want to support us and sponsor us. There's only one nigger here. You love that word, don't you, Fandango? <laughs> but Fandango, I think we can do it on because I know. Uh, yeah, I definitely think we can buy the tickets. But I'm going to tell you something that. Uh, I'm going to give out a shout out to another comic right now Uh-oh. who did something very, uh, very uh, uh, fluffy. Uh, like like uh, a comic? No, yeah. Your, your boy. Uh, Gabriel Iglesias. Yeah. Yeah, what? When he was in uh, Phoenix, a movie came out, and he took the staff, I think, on Sunday. Uh-huh. Not, the whole, not everyone who worked in the building, but he invited a bunch of people, and I think he took like <laughs> 10, 10 of the staff, the serving staff, got, right. to, got to go with him to the movies. Uh, but I think because he's fluffy, mm-hmm. I think they gave him a, a different showtime. Oh, really? But we should uh, we should call ahead. We should take the staff. We should take the staff in Richmond. Who's gonna pay for him? Well, you are. You make you make money. Man, suck all of my dick. All right, all, all the Richmond staff. You heard me try. <laughs> um, <laughs> shit. Uh, we only got like uh, maybe uh, eleven minutes left. Let's uh, get into some emails. Get into some emails. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, but da, 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 who, who hates me this week? And where is that from? The dating game. By the way, uh, the shows have been really good out here. Yes, 
Yes, they have been. Uh, every now and then, it's nice to just go do a show where you have to look for the niggas. There's not a lot of them around. It was very homogenized. I got to do something with that. For those of you who don't know, that is the 1946 uh, white guy radio voice, uh, which I had fun doing when we were at Tommy T's in Pleasanton because there was a nigga who worked there. And I mean, he was black, but he had his hair. It was very stylized and shiny. That's our dude, And perm-like yeah. and wavy. He looked like a 1946 airplane pilot and I would fuck with him because every time he would serve up near the stage I go there he is Darius Jackson the first Negro to fly a 1946 7B2 bomber ah he was a great pilot and a credit to his race he wasn't like the other niggas this Negro was special <laughs> and I would take my towel and throw it around my neck and put my, my fists on my hips with my chest out like I was a poster for uh for for a pilot school. Like come come join us and we'll teach you how to fly the skies and become a pilot. Be like Darius J- and I would give him a different name every every fucking show. Ah, there he is, Miles Stevens, the first Negro. So I, I want to do something with that on stage. That, you know what I really I enjoy the most about watching you when you do things like that? When I'm naked? No. Fuck no. Uh, when you're on stage, the uncomfortability that you send through the audience. Oh, dude. I, it's, the faces, I live the for faces it. are on. I live for it. No one knows whether they're supposed to, especially the white folks. No one right. knows if they're supposed to laugh or they're supposed to not laugh. But whether they don't know if they're supposed to or not, they do. And it's killing them because of what that. I am not supposed to be laughing at this, but God damn it, I live for those moments. I called him out, though, last night. I did call him out. Uh, I said, uh, there was this joke that I did, and I said, uh, I said, that normally gets, I said, I don't remember how I said it, but I said, because there's nothing that will suck laughter out of the room like white guilt. You know what? Boom, you did say that, and I didn't remember to tell you. That was good. It was spot on that to was that good. moment. That was good. Woo. Now that we're done sucking each other's cocks. <laughs> we had great shows, though, so um, that's the way it works. Joseph Chow, big thanks from an Asian fan. <gasps> um, <laughs> yo, Aaron, and this is the dude. That, I'll read it in the email. I'm going to burn the in incense. There. I got the incense burning. Okay. Uh, yo, Aries, just saw your comedy show at the Irvine Improv. It was great, man. I've been listening to the snippets of your comedy and loved it so much. That I paid money to see you live. Good to hear you still got jokes and your execution is still sharp. 10 for 10. I love your shirt, by the way. I love that you're supporting the love of Africa and making fun of white people at the same time. I got to say your Hotmail account got to go. The only person I know that has a Hotmail account is my dad. We talked about this. Yes. By the way, I was the Asian guy that asked you to do the squinty eyes for me while we took pictures outside the Irvine Improv. Um, Aries, just a second, the tease here. Yes. Thanks for doing that. It meant a lot. I was beyond stoked that you stood outside to take pictures with fans. Not a lot of people would stand outside and take pictures for free like you did. So you're a real homie. Man, why can't you motherfuckers in Hollywood understand what this goddamn chink is telling you motherfuckers? Because <laughs> you just said chink and ruined everything. Oh, shit. I just shat over the jello, nigga. <laughs> Nobody want to eat no jello with shit on it. Stuck your dick in the mashed potato. God damn it. Mm, you don't even know if that's cream or gravy. 
I did buy your CD, so I hope I did my part in funding your divorce. But for real, though, I hope everything is good, going good, and you still making a ton of money. You the man. Hey, listen, I know Joseph because you asked me to do the slanty eyes with your slanty eyes that you ain't offended by nothing I say. You get it, nigga. You get what's in the cocaine. How the fuck you gonna be mad? You buying the product. I love you, Joseph Chow. Um... Timothy Jackson, this is a, a, a real quick one. Good after, good afternoon, Aries. Have you ever thought about a ruthless tour, including yourself, T.K. Kirkland, Dion Cole, and D-Ray? Man, that would be the funniest shit ever. I don't know about that. It'd be the most egotistical tour ever. Everybody <laughs> dick on that tour is too big. Um, back to the African, Olalesi Osa Sunday. Uh Wow, I am on a flight for work and just listening to your podcast. Thanks for the shout out. It's cool. Didn't expect you to properly pronounce my name. I don't. I don't even know, nigga, that I did anyway. Um, everybody calls me. Oh, well, then there, where the fuck we go? Halwa no Maya. Um, still a fan of both of y'all. Goddamn, a a, a, a chink and a uh, African. Look at that shit. Um, still a fan of both of y'all. I attached a link to the Dick Gregory interview I was talking about. I got to check that out. Um, regarding the whole Africa thing, I am just saying, keep an open mind. I love those jokes that you and Patrice make about Africans not liking black people. Doesn't mean it has to be the other way around. But it often is. One of my favorite things about your comedy is how you take a certain thing and spin it, which requires deep thinking and thinking outside the box. It's like the Patrice O'Neill joke about him trying to figure out how to give a fuck about 3,000 uh, Chinese people in a tsunami. He is basically showing how fucked up we are, but also pointing out their humanity in a weird way. You always say the only element of your comedy you never put out there is the deep political stuff. At least on your specials. My two top favorite comedians are Chappelle and Patrice because those dudes just give a different perspective. We can agree to disagree. Well, we don't disagree on what you just said. And by the way, a lot of Africans do care about black people in America. People, uh, Africa, watch the news. When Trayvon Martin died, my dad called me from Africa to talk about it. If you want to go back in history, Zimbabwe gained its independence because Nigeria was going to pull its money out of the Bank of England. Though that's not related to America, pan-Africanism is a real thing. Also, don't forget there are tons of black people in Brazil and Latin America whose history and culture are suppressed. Just people don't feed into the day-to-day media bullshit. On a final note, I drive an 18 BMW? It says an I-8. I-8, oh, I-8 BMW, which you and Andy should be able to compromise upon, is both a hybrid and super dope. Even a supercar, depending on who you ask. It's that box you made fun of, that BMW there. So, see, oh, that gay doing? minivan? The, the, no, not not the one you saw. That was the Tesla. But he's talking about that BMW. The BMW that you saw that we were driving down the road. I right. Said, That's not bad. And you go, nah. Nah, yeah. Look, fellas, uh, if you're going to get a car, uh, get a car with a, with, a, with a body that's built for a man. Some cool shit. Don't get the minivan, half minivan, half car. It's not a good look. Um, you don't have to read all of this, but I am... But would love a response. Would also love to finance a project you got in the future. I like this nigga. Um, would love to see you on a bigger platform, but love that you can also impact people more directly with technology. Also, this convo between KRS-One and Nick Cannon is pretty dope. You should check it out. God damn, nigga, you trying to finance some? How many uh, babies' hands have you cut off for them diamonds? 
Let me know, nigga. No, I I, I listened to that KRS one and Nick Cannon. And I, I got about halfway through because we we went to the movies. Right. Uh, really good, really okay. good. KRS one always makes me think differently, mm-hmm. or at least you know how you say you know I just sometimes you just need to listen. Right. He's one of the people that I w- that actually invokes that where I just right. want to not say fucking shit. Or right. even if he was in front of me, I would just listen. I wouldn't comment. I, I like how he talks. I like what he's saying. And it was really interesting. I don't know that I agree a hundred a hundred percent with what, right. but that was. But it was really interesting the idea of what he was putting forward. Quick story: I was at a Red Lobster uh, on my side of town, and I go to the bathroom, and this nigga KRS One, I got his number on my phone right now. It was sitting at the bar, again, like you, everything you just said exactly. Yo, KRS brother, respect. Nigga knew who I was. We chopped it up for a little bit, you know, slap hands. He gave me his number. One of the great professor slash educators slash intelligent slash OGs of rap. A very informed, very intelligent speaker. Um, So for all you guys that uh, listen to that mumble rap and think that's how you got to that point. You just you need to do a little research. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. I just want to give him his credit. The nose on that nigga. (laughs) That motherfucker's nostrils is serious business. He could pick his boogers with a boxing glove, nigga, on. Them nostrils is Batcave vehicles, nigga. You could drive the Batcave up that nigga's nose. But it's also flat at the same time. Not flat. Right here. That bubble, nigga. I love KRS. KRS, respect, my nigga. Um, Boogie Down Productions. Uh, But nigga, that that nigga's nose, nigga. He could sniff all of Panama at once. (laughs) With that motherfucking box, dude. But you uh, listen to the yeah. If you get yeah. a chance, listen to it. It was really, it was really good. Um, Orion Williamson, uh, and yeah, this is the nigga that explain. Yeah, I'll say it. Is this guy hates me? No, nobody oh, hates you. Oh, no one hates me this week. No, 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 Fuck. no, no. I'm, I'm disappointed. No, no, no. And it was my birthday, uh, y'all, um, on the third. So feel free, uh, send me gifts. Uh, send, send me checks, money. Uh, you know my email. Uh, send me some. Uh, you you like Bar Louie a lot, so they can yes. send you some gift certificates. Also, Bar Louie, if you just noticed, you just got a shout out. Yes, Beers and Steinberg podcast. Niggas love your macaroni and cheese. <laughs> I'm gonna force this shit. Um, first of all, o- Orion Williamson. First of all, thank you for the kind words of encouragement. The showcase went hella well, and I'm pretty happy about it. Secondly, my siblings and I would stay up late watching you on Mad TV, and we love seeing your stand-up throughout the years. Lastly, Bukaki is, well, graphic, <laughs> but we're adults, so here we go. Bukaki is a category of porn when a bunch of dudes take turns ejaculating on a woman's face. It usually involves a gangbang amount of dudes. This word in Japanese, in Japanese means the act of splashing. Boy, you Japanese motherfuckers are some wild motherfuckers, boy. Y'all, what, you, what y'all think is funny, Japanese humor, they, they laugh at shit Dude, like that. Did you ever say, I'm sorry to interrupt this email, but did you ever <laughs> Them niggas talk like they got to take a shit. There, there's a game show where they yeah. put they stick their butts through. No. The, the women stick their butts through this hole, and their husbands, the, the husbands. Fuck them? No, no. No, you're taking away. This is Japanese. All right. The Japanese are much more proper than this. They go and they smell each one of the butts so, and, and try to figure out which one's their wife. They're blindfolded, 
and they smell the butts, and then they tell them they, they pick, try to pick which one is their wife. And then the dudes have their like I think it was their balls out, and they smell the balls, and try to tell what the wives would tell which one was their husband. I don't know that I have a problem with the ass this sniffing of the women. I thought it was funny. I don't know that I have so a problem So you would watch that, that on the show. See, you, you got I don't, I don't well. Dude, you got to watch some Japanese games. So best game oh, shows them motherfuckers in are the twisted. world. They're twisted. They, 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 the motherfuckers are twisted. Um, <laughs> I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you, man. I'm going to tell you. As I get, as I'm getting older and older, I like, I like Smashing my nose in the back of a bitch's taco in the doggy style position and uh, sniffing so hard that her ass hairs get braided with my nose hairs. <laughs> I see, I, I, you know, as long as it don't stink, but a little bit of smelling like the inside of a hot sneaker, I, I like that. I like that. I like that. Um, the song is about a woman with too many guys on the go, when which then dev- dissolve, devolves pretty rapidly into Bukaki. The crowd sings along. We gotta go to Japan, dude. Dude, I think we'd have a great. T- I would have a great time. I, I would have a great time too. The first thing I'm doing when I get off the plane is sniffing asses. You know, uh, also they have. Uh I, I know they have them in Korea. I, I'm, I'm assuming that they have them in Japan, too, because right. I heard about them in Japan. But they have – everything's in a vending machine. You can get it almost anything. Asses in a vending machine? Women's panties. Used women's oh, panties. Oh, wouldn't that be some shit if you could get an Asian bitch out of a vending machine? You know, used women's panties, though, right? At, at the base. You, and, you wanted some – Where is this? In, 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 in Japan. I know oh, it's in Korea, too. you motherfuckers are wild. I think, I think it's a picture of the girl, and then you get her panties, and you can just, I guess, you, you take them out on That's the That's where their eyes are squinty, nigga. You too much <laughs> pussy fume. <laughs> Niggas is <laughs> fucking with their eyes. Um, uh, Sergio, I don't know if I read this one. Uh, Sasha, did I tell me if I read this one? I think... Really, Theo Vaughn? Did you read that last? Uh... It's short. What What is it about Brandon Schwab that people find funny? Oh, no, you didn't read this one. I'm funny, but I don't deserve a Showtime special. That this guy is doing characters? Come on. Rogan has created all this nonsense. It's a damn shame. Godfrey said it best when he said that people like people that are interesting rather than funny. You can be at both. From Shawshank. Yeah, you can be both. Dude, yes, Theo, I, I don't care what you say. I don't care how bad Aries gets at me. Theo's my is one of my boys. Let's, I think let's he's fuck, so funny. Fuck Theo. Let's deal with what he's talking about. What? Brandon Schwab. Dude, he I, I'm gonna i am I'm just gonna lay it straight out. I really have only heard a little bit of his comedy. He's only been doing it so long, so he's only at so far into this. But he can sell tickets because of his past, and mm-hmm. he brings out a unique group of people that want to hear his stories. So, yeah, it may not be the comedy for everyone, but if you're into the MMA stuff that he did and you pull in that crowd, yeah. I mean, I've worked with wrestlers that have these that don't aren't really comedians, but they tell their stories from uh, wrestling stories and they sell out a room because they people want to come hear the stories. Plus, not that I got not that Shaw was real nice to me to me at all on their fucking podcast, but um I see people that really like him. So obviously he's he's not shitty to everybody. Hey, and again, you know, um <clears throat> comedy's subjective. So who are we to judge? 
because uh, you know what one might not like, somebody else might adore. So I see where you're going with it, though, Sosa. I appreciate the love, baby, Sergio Sosa. But the bottom line is, comedy subjective. But to the owners of clubs. Ticket sales are not subjective. Mm. Those are hard sales. Mm. Those are dollars in pockets. Mm. So if you feel uh, about a certain comic, you got to support them. That's the only way that they continue to be booked. Say it again for the niggas in the back. <laughs> Say it again for the niggas in the back. Um, it's a little bit of John Lovitz, too. Arius Spares. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kurt Elias. First off, happy born day, brother. Thank you, brother. Blessings up. Been a fan since blah, blah, blah. Laugh out loud. No need to get into all that. You and Andrew are comedic podcast gold. Jay and Beyonce. Well, which one of us is B, nigga? If you will. A perfect podcast marriage. And incidentally, I wish Jay-Z would cut his fucking hair. Nigga, go back to the brush. He looks good. It's his look. Go back to the brush cut. It's his look. That nigga looks like uh, a human tiki torch. Like he belongs somewhere on a tiki torch pole. That looks atrocious. Jay-Z wasn't a handsome nigga with a brush cut. Why does he have this thing on his head? Like that nigga looks crazy. Maybe, maybe he's losing some of his hair. And make no. Because that's why my hair looks like it does. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> uh, love when it gets heated on the show. And you guys always go back to being brothers with nothing but love for each other. Dude, you really don't see what goes on after we fight this nigga look like uh, a domestic abuse wife <laughs> this nigga be he, putting glasses over two black eyes he bought me a vacuum for my birthday there you go <laughs> it's great you feel as strong as you do when it comes to the subjects y'all talk about however oh shit i feel like bringing the race thing into almost uh i feel like bringing the race thing into almost every situation of topic gets tiresome hey nigga back the fuck up um shit relax I do get the race thing is a huge issue and will never go away. Sad fucking times we live in. But honestly, we as normal folk listen and watch comedians as somewhat of an escape from all that bullshit. Just my two cents on the situation. Um, listen, when you order the burger, you're going to get the burger hide come on the menu. Once you get it, nigga, you take whatever off you don't want on that motherfucker. Um, hey, but he wrote sad times. And I'm going to be. I, there's more to this, but okay, go ahead. You but go? Okay. I, I, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to disagree with what he said because yeah, it is sad that there's still this issue in our in, in not just this country in the world, and on multiple levels, not just black and white. There's it, there's a lot more to this, but this is seriously still the best time in uh, in generations. I don't. I can't go all the way back into history, but. This is the best time in the world for uh, uh, people are more fed than they've ever been. Uh, Racism, as it is the problem, is more talked about than it's ever been. People's willing to try to do more than they've ever been. This isn't the sad time. This is the hard time because this is the time when we're close, where we can actually do something about it. And this is when it's hard. I think it's the hard. I don't think it's a sad time. I think it's a hard time. And I think this is the time when we can make changes. And hopefully if you listen to this podcast, we intentionally uh, tried to give y'all the diet version, which is why we talked about the geeky shit and the and the movies and the superhero movies for the majority of this podcast because we wanted to try to take a break from whooping each other's asses. Because we know it does get heated, and it, 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 yeah. it, 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 is, it is rough, but we have to hear it sometimes. Yes. As a Hispanic male that was born and raised here in America, Andy saying Mexican the way he does is perfect. Look at this nigga's cock all over, lips all over your cock. Um 
Fuck what any other dumb fuck has to say about it. Laugh my ass off. I've been on the pod since the last time you guys were here in Dallas and have been listening to the other episodes catching up. Keep blessing up with this great thing and doing great stand-up shows. Can't wait till next time you are here to perform. And then he put in capital letters, Gail, how could you say that, Gail? Uh, I like that one. Yeah, well, of course you do, motherfucker. I liked it. You, that, you were supposed to go, I like this nigga. <laughs> um, I'm just going to tape you saying it. When you need me to say it, I'll just play it. Okay. Um, Kanye, Ant Smash. Um, oh, he doesn't like me. Does he? Uh, I, oh, no, he does. Yeah, he, he, does. does. he does. He does. Yeah, he does. Ant Smash. Uh, all right, last one. I don't know. doing my cool lady. Did you read uh, this one? No, I don't think I did. But but he uh, apparently there's another one of this. I think he, he said something and he goes, all right, last one. I don't have much to say about the current state of hip hop. I just want to know why you haven't said anything about that nigga Kanye. He's doing more cooning lately than mm-hmm and show Liz. <laughs> hey, man. You know, it's Kanye, baby. Something about that Kardashian trap. Got niggas wilding. Um, God, I would love to smash her, though. Her and all of that quail booty. Um, <laughs> Ant Smash. Uh, oh, okay, that's what it was. The, that was a continuation from the Joey Diaz. Um, I can't remember if I read this old school Cuban from Joey. I don't, no, I don't think, think I did. All right, so here it is. Ant Smash. Hey, Aries, uh, uh, hey, so Aries, a couple of episodes ago, you and Andy were talking about Joe Rogan in the comedy store. You said once you were there, you bumped into Rogan and shot the shit about doing his podcast. Then you and Andy went back and forth about needing to be at the store for Rogan and his crew to put you on. First, y'all know Joe has on whoever he wants. You sure I didn't read this? I don't think so. I'm not too big on his comedy, but I respect him to the fullest because of who he had on the show. That being said, if he wanted to reach out to you, uh, he could and or would have. You're not new. He can have Bill Burr on anytime, but Bill goes on once in a blue moon. I believe it. His conscience, but still, coincidence, conscience. I can't get that. I cannot speak on the circus that Joe orchestrates. I like Tom, but I think Bert is overrated. Ari is cool, and I think Theo Vaughn is nice, but I've never heard his comedy. But here's someone you need on your side. I believe that Joey Diaz is the only one that Joe will listen to. Look at all his boys, and you see Joey has been on the most. The man has by far the widest podcast ever. He says the exact same thing you do, where in this business, if you speak up, you are deemed hard to work with. If there's any one of them that can relate to you most it's him i feel like if you can do something with joey maybe something will click but you have to be at the store because that's where he is joey's particularly like that he's an old school cuban from jersey i could have swore he was italian no holy shit uh what are you gonna do he just grew up with italians right to be honest if you're on joey's podcast i could give less than a fuck if you're on joe's but that's me personally, and it ain't reality. Hopefully, it shines a little light on the Rogan situation. Listen, I've all but given up on Rogan. I'm not. I'm not sitting here uh, casting my fishing rod in his lake, hoping to eat. Um, I would love. I, you know, it was what it was, and I've accepted it, and I'm moving on. Um, Diaz is amazing. But Diaz, though. yeah, I would love to get on Diaz because we two big bulls. So Diaz is amazing, and the reason I say that you should be at the store, and I want to make sure that we say this, I say this, isn't because I think you need to kowtow or just or or, or present yourself to the. 
the people that in, in this industry because it's a family. That's what I'm talking about. You're not you are yeah, you be are part with of the, that word. You're a part be of a careful com- with I'm, that I'm, word. I'm gonna, a, I'm gonna say it. You are. Uh, you've always. It's a, the comedian. The comedy. Comedy is actually a lot smaller. Everybody, especially at your level, all y'all know each other. But you've never been really because you've always been on the road. You've never been part of the the group. The family, whatever you want to call it, the the clique. You you're never you're never really there like that, and that's why I'm saying you got to be there because people don't really know you. They know what they hear of you. That's my point. So that people see who you really are. Because if they saw you the way that I see you, everything would be a fucking goal. Dun, 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 dun. And then I would have to tell everybody, you don't know him. Right, he ain't like that. Aries is a good Negro. He's not what you think he is. He was the first fighter pilot. He was the first fighter pilot to fight the fly in the A six seven seven seventeen. He was a credit to his species. What a good nigga. Um, there it is, y'all. Hope you have enjoyed our geek superhero talk. I hope to see you on um, April 28th when I will have bust a major nut all in my pants from seeing Endgame. I'm going to figure out how to take some people to the to go see it. With I'm going to figure out how to take some napkins. I'm, I'm, I might <laughs> prepad my drawers with a thousand Kleenex because I know I'm going to bust on myself. So, but before we're out in Richmond, we're going to be more. Baltimore, that's right, next week. Yeah. Back to the rat trap. Uh, I'm going. I'm still going to Lexington Market. You know they closed it down. No, but it's reopened. They reopened Said it. Said who? They opened it like three days later. Get the fuck out of here. No, they just took care of the rap problem. This is the time to go because you nah, know. Nah, son. Let's, oh, this is, you know that it's clean because. I need not that motherfucker. You know it's clean. Dude, every, dude, these creatures have lived on this planet longer than us. There's, there's, there's shit mm, everywhere. I don't know. Back in Baltimore, Baltimore. I'm going to go have some um, crab cakes. What's the strip club we always go to? Uh, fuck, I forgot the name. It's the main one, the top-notch one. Fuck. Man, that's a sign I'm not supposed to go. I can't even remember, can't remember the name of that shit. Um, going to see some black Baltimore booty. Um, yeah, y'all, and the cartoon is officially up on Patreon. Get out to do y'all. So go subscribe, goddammit. Um... Y'all know the business, Cameo, Patreon, uh, Instagram. Uh, please continue to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. People, power is in numbers. You motherfuckers have the power. You know what I mean? Let's do like the Avengers. You know, let's let's form like Voltron. Let's show the power to the people. Because remember, I told y'all, when we blow up and it'll be y'all's uh, doing, I'm going to remember each and every one of you cocksuckers when I have a yacht party um, in the middle of the ocean uh, with a bevy of bitches. Um, and it's all white. You know what I'm saying? All white party. You got to wear white and you almost have to be white. Um, come on through, man. It's going to be crazy. Um, I'm AndyComedy.com. Uh, you can find all my social media at the top upper right-hand corner of my page. Right hand? Yeah. And uh, my beard's looking nice because of uh, Bulldog... Uh, 
beard products. And I'm only saying that because I need some more products, guys. I know you Did listen. they send it to you for free? Yeah, they sent it to me. For Why? Because of the podcast? You know, they just, yeah. And they saw my, my Instagram and my beard, and also they sent me some stuff. Look at you. I just want some more free shit. God damn. <laughs> okay. Thank you, boys and girls. Join us next week. It's good shit, though. When I'm we're not, in Baltimore. Not, not knocking. Where there's too many niggas. Uh, but join us. We'll come back to the Andy and Aries radio show, They're 1946. Good. After you last, after that video we put out there, people are going to be out there looking for us. So, Because of Lexi Gamarra? Yeah, remember you know, all this? Yeah, he was upset. Yeah. You know, the rats is going to come for us. <laughs> Yo, we out. Who's the ass, nigga?